What's going on, party people? It's your main man, MMA Bob Melkin. I hope everybody's staying safe, staying strong, staying positive. Man, recaps and repent, episode seven. How y'all doing? So today I got the superstars of, I mean, MMA Twitter and Instagram here on the channel. Now, usually I start off with audio questions, but this time around, I'm going to do ladies first. So let's get right into it. You know, here, the questions, I've been blessed where the questions will be mixed in with my recap. So yeah, just sit back and listen. You're going to get both recaps and listen questions mixed into one. So first up, from Instagram, got my girl, Monique Yip. She, of course, is Femme Fatale 88 on Instagram. You guys got to check her out. Uh, I mean, you got to check out all her content. I mean, whew. she is a busy, busy woman. Congratulations to her. Recent interview with the legendary uh, Raquel. Uh, no. <laughs> Roxy. Mata Ferry. And of course, she does her podcast. We know mostly, I mean, she does, she fights with everyone. MMA, I mean, she um, does business with uh, Fight, uh, MMA, Fight Club, Fight, Fights Unwrapped is what we mostly see her doing. And she does fight picks. So check out our, look, I got folks on here to do fight picks. You got to check out their content, man. Don't just go by me because, well, my picks are suspect. <laughs> Her question is, uh, what's, what is next for Robert Whitaker? Bellator. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I think it, it depends on who wins between Alex and Izzy. You know, if Izzy wins, then both men are in a dilemma. You know, Izzy will most likely run, finish the trilogy with Pieta because it'll probably be another exciting fight. Either early finish or an exciting fight like we had before. Because like, none of their fights have been boring. So they're definitely, you know, that's what the UFC wants. One, that's a title fight. And I believe that ESPN is the one pushing the title fight being the main. Unless it's Connor or someone who's a draw. Nick, Nate is gone. Jorge has been bust down to a co-main. If he loses this weekend, then he's another one who's done. So I think that's all the only person they got for a non-title is really his Connor right now uh, that I can foresee. So, because um, if Izzy wins the trilogy, then... You know, what's the point of Bobby even standing middleweight? He can't be Izzy. Maybe they do, like, uh, Max Holloway, but I mean, I don't know. Because we saw how that fight turned out with, you know, the trilogy with Max and Volkanovski. It didn't turn out too good for Max. I, I, I think I would love to see Whitaker at 205, honestly. I would like to see a lot of these middleweights at 205. 205 needs all the help it can get. It, it truly does. Uh, so I think that if Pieta wins... Robert will fight him next. Like, he'll be up next. If Izzy wins, then, I mean, they'll do the trilogy. So, Robert's going to have to take another fight or move up. You know, I think he should move up. So, hope that answers your question. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Next up, we got my girl, Nick. Nikki Peeps on Instagram. We know her as in at in in usna 97 or twitter <clears throat> her question question is do you think it's a telltale sign that masvidal is talking about retiring if he loses to burn saturday absolutely absolutely because but i think it's really because he has no respect for burns 
not because he's not going he believes he's going to lose i think that he believes that burns is so kind of low that he's basically getting beat by a bum so there's no place for him no point in him being there now we can't discount the fact that i believe it's going to be his fourth loss in a row which isn't good his stock goes down it's already going down but to me it's also a little bit of ego because it's ego in business I think, yeah, he's a little defeated because he's facing off against Burns. But I also think that that's not who he really wanted to fight. He talks all this trash, but you know, Masvidal wants more of a fight. Like what's, you know, well, he wants to fight Kobe. And he thought he was going to sucker Leon into a title shot. I believe what happened was the UFC came to Jorge and was like, look, we're going to get Kobe to drop charges against you. But uh, you got to fight Burns. And be on this uh, pay-per-view to help us sell he didn't really have a choice in the matter and Kobe of course you know Kobe what do you want of course he title shot what else is going to ask for and that's how that whole situation went. that's what I believe uh, more importantly too I think it's a business move where yeah I think his ego he's a little deflated and possibly will lose because he knows that Burns is no joke but but like I said I think he just He's just embarrassed by getting beat by Burns. I think that's what it has to do. But also, from a business standpoint, the game-bred boxing, I believe it did well. I believe that, you know, it's only 50, you know, people have paid 50 to watch Aldo in MMA. You know what I mean? I remember back in the day where the pay-per-views were 50 bucks. And, you know, we paid to watch Aldo. Just him. And this was pretty much a chalk-filled event. Uh, even my girl uh, got Killer B on there. We had Pearl Gonzalez. Man, going up against Gina Mazzani is back. You know, got, uh, well, actually it was New One versus New One. Man. The Crazy Asian. Oh, my God. So it was, it was, I can't lie. I was tempted. I was tempted. But, um... I think the numbers might have been good for him. First of all, that first of all, even if the numbers aren't good, the fact that he put it together is a big deal. Plus, he has icon. I just think that the money is there that he doesn't need to be there anymore. I know how I, I know if it was me, I'd be like, look, dude, figure out how to make this work. Can't keep begging, you know, because at this point, you know, so it will be if he if he does lose, that's begging Dana, and you, you don't want to be in a position to beg Dana. And he has promotion that's on fight pass, so. He needs to go from there. So I think it's a little bit of all those things put together. But yeah, you know, and he doesn't look all that, you know, he just, yeah. I, I mean, from an ego standpoint, that is enough to deflate you. Kobe, you, you sucker punch Kobe, ends up, instead of a fist fight, ends up in jail. Kobe's got fine. Uh, was they knocked out a two for something like that, but Kobe's healthy. He's talking and he has a title shot. That is a big blow to the ego. So I think it's little all those things put together. Thank you so much for your question, Nick. It's always a pleasure. Next up, now I'm going to do audio questions. First up is going to be my main man, Heavy J. Yo, yo, yo. What up, Milliken? Heavy J here. Got these UFC picks for 287. Let me know what you think. I'm thinking Raul Rosas, Santiago. Adrian Yanis, Gilbert Burns, and Alex Pereira. Honestly, I'm thinking they're pretty solid. Let me know if they're suspect. Go in on me if you need to. Um, but on the prelims, do you think Gasolum's going to make weight? 
And got to show some love to, of course, the karate hottie, Michelle Watterson. All right, man. That's it for me. Peace. Heavy, what is going on, man? What is going on, Heavy J people in the building? One of our, I mean, man. You know, I'm going to call him a Don. He is, uh, I mean, I can't even call him an affiliate. He's just part of the team at this point. You know what I mean? Part of the hot pass movement that uh, the King, Cyrus King, started. Our good friend. Yeah. Um, and, man, Heavy, you are, sir, my first audio via email. Yes, indeed. This audio that you guys listened to was submitted via email. Greatly appreciated, brother. Um. Of course, she, and I'm going to tag everybody, so don't worry. Everyone's going to get tagged, man. But, yeah, if y'all don't know who Heavy J is, y'all need to find out. He's a busy man, you know. Heavy J at L-Y-E-S-S-I-E. The main man. Um, always comes with the fire. Uh, yeah, no, nah, these these picks are pretty good, Heavy J. No, nah, they're pretty solid. They're pretty solid. I'm not sure if Santiago is fighting, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Like, uh, Kevin Holland did a video like, yeah, another fight change. So I don't know what's going on. And then the the fight card um, kind of placard that they post online, uh, they had it with uh, Leech on there. So I don't think that's accurate. As far as I know, Leech is injured. So I, I'm not uh, I'm not sure if Santiago is still fighting or what. Um, yeah, I assume he's still fighting. But uh, if so, he is the um, plus two twenty five underdog in his matchup. Now, of course, these numbers are coming out of Bet Rivers, with the exception of Alex Pieta. He was the underdog. Start now. I ran, brother. I ran and put money on him. I ain't never bet nobody early. Never. I don't bet to a lot of people do. I don't, you know, to get those early, early numbers. I understand that. I can dig it. Um, I usually don't mess around. I'm like, look, if I take a loss, if I can't get the person that underdog money, cool. I don't mess around until after the weigh-ins, man. I ain't trying to waste my time. You know what I'm saying? So um, for him, he actually started trending uh, quickly. And my numbers that I have, I have Alex at, as a favorite. But, I mean, who on planet Earth doesn't have him as a favorite? One, you know what I'm saying? So, no, that the, him, Burns. Um, Yanez, yeah, I mean, I, he's the minus, he opened that, and of course he's, um, if I hadn't said it already, numbers are coming out of Bet Rivers, these are early numbers, so Yanez is a minus 180, he came in at one at minus uh, 180, Raul is coming in, he came in at a minus 245, the suspect picks on the night, no, that not, I'm not going to Draggy, I don't no, I don't do that. I don't do that, young man. As long as you that's nothing I want to give uh tell people out there. Because the folks on here, so you are now officially part of Team Picks, brother. Part of Team Picks, you know. What I mean, yeah, we know who karate hottie is, but she's still on the prelims. She's still on the prelims. You're coming come on over to the foe, heavy J. Come on over, man, to the hardcore foe, brother. Come on over, man. You see what I'm saying? You can't avoid these prelims, man. You can't avoid these. They got hotness on the prelims. I keep trying to tell folks, man, they got the hotness on the prelims, man. 
Hot, this is a hot matchup, Strawweight. What can I say? Strawweight is shining. Strawweight is truly, sh I mean, it's always shining. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, if anything, Karate Hottie. Now, Karate Hottie, she's plus 143. Santiago, plus 225. Yeah, interesting. You know? But, yeah, to me, the suspect of suspect picks on the night. I don't know if you were picking Karate Hottie or just shouting her out. But if you were, she would be my suspect of suspect picks on the day. Not Santiago, because I give him a chance in this matchup. But, yeah, Kevin Holland should piece him up. Yeah, I know. Those are solid picks. Santiago, man, he's tough. He can take a punch, and he's going to stay active. No, 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 no. People, yeah, uh, the Karate Hottie, and even Karate Hottie, I think, does have a chance. That's why the numbers are the way that they are. Uh, because, one, I just think fandom. But she has a chance. She always has a chance in the Strawweight division unless there's an extreme size difference. And even that, she's overcome. She's tough, man. Like, people... They don't give the hottie a lot of credit. Like, she is very, very tough. She she said it herself. She's been in there with the very best. You know, you want him, Jacek, Doug Rose, early in her career. You know, Carla Esparza, she doesn't face everybody except for Wei Lee. And Andrade, for the most part, you know, of course, Marine, well, there's a few she hasn't faced in the upper divisions. But other than that, um, yeah, she's faced everybody else. So, and she's tough. She's tough. And she's actually the better um, wrestler between the two. Pinero, Pinero is a uh, black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But, you know, Hadi, you know, she, eh, she got that brown belt, just whatever. But she, you know, I don't know how she, you know, just handed her to her after the Angela Hill fight. Like, decision fight she handed on a brown belt for him? No, I don't know. But she's definitely a legit purple belt. No doubt about that. No, about, no doubt about it. She's very legit with her grappling. And she's good at avoiding being submitted and maintaining top control. She's, she's part of the reason why I never I didn't I really don't think that an Adamweight division is good right now. Yeah, you need an Adamweight division, but not because of her. I just think that when you look at the the Adamweight division, there'd be a lot of women coming from microweight, probably like from Ryzen. They're a lot smaller, and they're not as strong. Like this is Karate Hottie who held down Courtney Casey. You know what I mean? Like she held down someone who's really a flyweight. Yeah, and she's not she's tech top control over a lot of her opponents. I couldn't you imagine an Adam weight who's a lot smaller and weaker? Nah. So yeah, we'll see what happens, brother. Thank you so much for your question. Hey MMA by Milliken. It's the MMA catfish. Yo man, I didn't watch any MMA last week. Uh had other stuff going on as I believe you know, but I did see that uh Kat Zingano managed to beat Liam Leah McCourt, uh, which surprised me because, I don't know, uh, Kat Zagano sucks. Uh, I realize she, her record is 14 and four, but, uh, yeah, she is not a good fighter or she wasn't, but I didn't actually watch the fight. So I, I don't know, man. Um, I'm assuming you probably watched, so I would like to have, uh, a breakdown in your thoughts on it. Is Kat Zagano improving? She has totally been through a lot. I will give her that out. Like, her, she had a lot happen uh, with her when she was separated from her husband, and he took his own life, unfortunately. So, like, props to her for continuing on through all that. But is she getting better as a fighter, or is Bellator just shit? Catfish. What's going on, Catfish? His name, of course, he's Catfishing with Tad Daddy. 
and he's cooking with catfish. That's his podcast. Two, count two now, baby. And, um, of course, we know him at Cooking with Catfish on Instagram. And Punk Kamujian on Twitter. He keeps changing his... <laughs> his uh, uh, I keep saying username, which y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, um, okay, so... <laughs> you, you, uh, well, it's it's cat. I mean, she's forty. You know what I'm about to come on, bro. You know what I'm about to say. She's forty. You know I don't expect much from no forty year old. I don't care how good they are. I don't. You know how I feel about that, man. I'm gonna call. She's a geezer. But it is. It's like she looks like she's moving through molasses. I swear. In our last fights over at Bellator, she just looks like she's moving through molasses, and it's like. It, I remember when she first started talking about the steroid thing with Cyborg. Cyborg fired back and was like, "Yeah, some nerve." Like post Usada, you basically start losing, and she's right. She's right. It just seemed like at a certain point, she was going downhill. It's like you can't figure out how to beat Megan Anderson. I, I mean, that's a it's a big size difference, but this is Megan. You can't figure out how to beat her. Gets kicked in her face. It's like you knew that that's what she does. She's going to throw those. Long, you're a wrestler. She's going to throw those long ass legs in front of you, in front of her. Stop you. Like, and the thing now is, see, here's the thing, okay? It's Casangano being one dimensional, not evolving. Like, even, even in spite of what happened with her husband, it's a very traumatic experience where I don't think she actually went to therapy and got help and just tried to deal with her on her own. And she hasn't been mentally right ever since. My issue with her is that there's, that's no excuse to be disrespectful to your opponents, which she has a bad habit of being disrespectful to a number of her opponents. Caitlin Vieta, she's disrespectful, disrespectful to Caitlin Vieta, now Cyborg. Like, it's, it's, she got into, she got into Megan Anderson's face, and I'm like, like, Megan Anderson sucks, but she was busting women up over at Invicta. One, two punches was pretty much it. Like, that's why she never evolved, because she didn't really have to do much. Like, all she had to do was hit these women two, three times, and the fight was over. Like, she actually hits like a truck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it's like you can't figure out how to, like, her cat, mentally, she's just, she was never there. She has the skills. I mean, we're talking about someone who was down versus Amanda Nunes and came back via ground and pound, who proved that she is the best. She is actually one of the best wrestlers going, but... Yeah, she never evolved as a fighter. Like to me, she has the skills and the talent. She just never evolved because she's just mentally not there, and she's still not mentally there. Forty. So it's her skills diminishing, being one-dimensional. On top of all that, maybe being off steroids isn't, isn't helping her. And Leah McCourt just being a talented fighter, a talented you know. Not, I hate to say it's prospect because she's ranked, and this was a title eliminator. But she's pretty, you know. And, and she had no fear of cat on the ground. And that's the thing about it, and that's my big beef with a lot of wrestlers, is that you can't be a wrestler and have weak jiu-jitsu. That's my big beef. I don't discount that wrestling isn't a good base for MMA, but you can't go in there and have, have suspect jiu-jitsu. Look at Carla Sparza. She is actually a good wrestler. Her jiu-jitsu, you can't be a poor striker and poor jiu-jitsu, man. At that state, you're not going to look what happened. Look what happened. 
So she has to avoid getting pieced up, which is impossible in that in that division. And look, even she can get subbed by Wei Lee of all people. Come on now. Come on. So same with uh Kat. She was in she got taken down. She was in submission. She ended up almost getting subbed more than once and at the last couple of seconds of the fight. Yeah, it's it, that disrespect leads into disrespecting and taking your opponent for granted. I believe. And and, and equals a, you know, it was people loved the fight though. People loved the fight. The, the women were trying to throw down. So that's the one thing I will say about it. But they were both throwing down and the fact that Leah wasn't afraid of the ground, it was refreshing. Very refreshing. You know, she'll be she's the next one. She if she stays in shape, and stays focused, she'll definitely be the next one. I, you know, because Cyborg can't stay around forever. And if Cat hangs around longer than Cyborg, Leah would be here in a rematch. So, yeah, that, if that gives you an idea, Catfish. Thank y'all so much. Now, with Bellator 293 in Cali. And you know when it's in Cali, that's Chris Lieben as the judge, baby. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Now, I'm not sure if he did every fight. Uh, I, you know, I heard his name for the Randy Field, Ashley Cummins fight. Yeah, but hey. Now, with that one, uh, Ashley Cummins from Invicta. Man, I heard that, boy. Back in Bellator, mind you. Uh, it was a good night of fights. 11 finishes. Man, listen, listen. Tell y'all something. So, of course, starting off tonight, I had a feeling about this one, Maria Henderson versus Mackenzie Steller. The spider senses were tingling like, look, man, because, you know, Maria, she, you know, both fighters only had, you know, this is Mackenzie's first fight. Maria only had the one fight. And, um, well, well uh, no, she had more than one fight. It was because they had her listed as an amateur fight for uh for a f initial Bellator fight and um LFA yeah see so, yeah, so her initial fight with Coletta was all it was listed as an amateur fight. So this is her technically her pro date. Well her second fight in her pro debut, which was still at F LFA while she was there. So yeah, there we go. Um yeah, I had a feeling about that fight that she would lose. So that was the first underdog loss on the on the night. Yeah, that's rough, boy. Couple and both people lose. Yikes! Like, how's that conversation go? Uh, so we got Bryce Meredith. He improves a four and one on a day. Brandon Carello, Carrillo, I believe. He falls to one and one. Uh, Bryce was a minus nine ten favorite. Randy Field improves the one four and one. Ashley Cummins, the OG, you know from Invicta who fought Gu Fry for the title when Gu Fry missed weight. So yeah, all Ashley had to do was win, and she would have been good to go. No rematch, no nothing. Um, she falls seven seven. She was a minus one eighty two uh, favorite. Lost on the day. Now, we had uh, Vladimir Tukov at welterweight. Finish. Eight and, improves to 8-2. and two. So, we got, um, yeah, so Vladimir was, uh, he 
It was a minus 195 favorite in that matchup over Lance Gibson Jr., who falls to uh, 7-1. Lucas Brennan is someone that you got to keep your eye. You need to know he is someone who I could definitely see the UFC picking up later and him folding, you know, falling over into there. And in that matchup, uh, Josh San Diego fell to 9 and. Five, and he was the plus five seventy-five underdog, and and then of course Brendan finishing the fight, you know, also equally impressive. Yeah, because at first I, I always think he has a one hundred percent finishing rate, but he did have one decision. Um, Victory, so yeah, you know, you figure 90%. We have Jeff Clayton, he improves the 7 2 and 1 at welterweight. Joey Davis fell to 8 and 1. Sarah Collins, the underdog, scored the victory. I mean, and that's the thing about Bellator. She was a plus 132. The thing about Bellator, what I love about betting on Bellator is that um, I didn't really get to do much uh, with on these right here with Bellator. Usually I run to try and um, bet on Bellator. I absolutely do because the, you know, because um, you get eyes like this. It's not like, you know, UFC, oh, my God, every time you turn around, Minus 115 versus minus 115. It's like, make a decision, man. Make a decision, Vegas. Like, come on, we don't got time for all this. This is ridiculous. You know, but yeah, because the underdogs, always good money for the underdogs. And um, now I was surprised at this, some, uh, the outcome of a lot of these fights on this card. I, some of these underdogs, I just, I didn't see it coming like this, like uh, Sarah Collins. But man, one arm lock from Scarf Hole, man. Listen, she was not playing, like, not today. Not today, Pam. Pam now on a three-fight losing streak. Probably time to hang him up. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, probably not. I mean, because Pam just got finished fighting Katz and Gano, so she's not going anywhere no time soon. But I don't know. You know, I don't know how she's going to uh, – what's going to happen with that going further. Adam Pitchcolati. 14 improves a 14 and 5 on a day over Mandel Nello, who falls to 9 and 3. That was a finish. That's what I'm saying, man. 11 finishes. And these underdogs are not planned today. Do you hear me? And we got Matt, we got Mike Hamill. He was a minus 182 favorite in his matchup over Nick Brown, who falls to 13 and 3. Mike improves the 10 and 5. We had Rakeem Cleveland at heavyweight. He improved to 23-15-1, man. Standing 10-finger guillotine over Christian Edwards. Man, listen, listen. So I'll try to tell you. And Rakeem was the plus 335 under, man, under. Did you hear what I just said, man? If you had the wherewithal to put money on there, you got paid, man. Do you hear me? You got paid. Oh, 
I just don't understand, man. Bell, man, I'm trying. Man, listen. But PFL's a little, it's kind of tough at times. And watching it, yeah. God, pain in the ass watching PFL. Especially not with no Lila and Garcia. Oh, she was the reason why I was watching that mess. God, I do not like PFL, but, you know, watching it. Now, betting? Man, listen, listen. Listen. Shoot, boy. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Look. Oh, and Jeff, Jeff was the, he was a plus a hundred underdog over Joey Davis. Plus a hundred. You know, man, listen. That, boy, man, look. Uh, boy. <laughs> oh, that is money. Boy, if you had to, boy, hey, look. Some people are quiet on that timeline because they are still counting their money. You hear me? Man, I'm trying to tell y'all. I just don't understand, man. I just don't understand. Uh, Luke Trainer, 7-1, improves uh, over a light heavyweight over Sullivan Cawley. Cawley was the favorite in that one. Minus 230, plus 165 for Luke. Man, listen, listen. <laughs> oh, whoo, boy. Because I think I did, I think I did win some of these. I can't even remember. You know, all these damn promotions, man, betting, whatnot. Whoo, mercy. <laughs> what can I say? Now, Archie Coolgan, Colgan. Uh, yeah, he was obviously he was the favorite, minus three thirty-five favorite. Uh, no surprise there. He remains undefeated at uh, lightweight. What can I say, man? You know that's the division right there. That division is truly shining. After you know, I mean, it's always been a division that you keep your eyes on because Justin falls to five and one on the day. John Salter. Guess what? Yep, underdog. Another aunt plus 265 underdog. God knows what he was on the evening before these fights started. Do you hear me? Lord have mercy. Jeff, Aaron, Jeffrey, man, he comes on, he does an interview and he's like, yeah, you know, these fans suck. I mean, he was, I mean, you know, he made valid points, but it's like, look, bro, you're at Bellator. No one really knows. You're on the main, you know, you're on the main car, but nobody really knows who you are, bro. Maybe sit this one out. Maybe keep this quiet for right now. You know, because bad enough, we don't really know you like that. And then you lose. We damn sure ain't going to know you. And then you're looking like, you know, them people going to trash you. Well, Aaron just won't talk anyway. He was a minus 400 favorite in that matchup, people. Oh, man. Whoo, boy. If you had the wherewithal, even to do individual bets, oh, you have you came up on this matchup here. And Leah McCourt, yeah, I mean, she got the um, – the cut over the eyebrow, and you know any kind of damage. Well, fighters have to understand, man. Any kind of noticeable, but noticeable damage like that is going to sway the judges in the direction of the person who you're going up against. So, yeah, without a hail mary, you know, Cat was pretty much going to win that fight. But she put on Liam Court put on an excellent, fantastic performance, and that matchup there. Like I said, she just keeps working on some things, get better with her jujitsu get better with her wrestling 
you know, she'll need the striking, but if she gets those two together, because she has a talent for both, she has a talent for grappling, she'll be all right. And of course, the headline, the main, we had Daniel James. You guessed it. You guessed it. Another underdog. Man, listen, boy, you came up something fierce on here. Usually with Bellator, you just go with them, you know, you can pretty much just do line bets and get your parlay together for the favorites. But this one, man, these underdogs said, nah. Nah. Now, again, these are early numbers, so a lot of numbers may have changed as the week progressed. So, but yeah, this is what I'm uh, pretty sure these are all opening numbers for this fight card. Yeah, man, can't sleep on Bellator. All right, so continuing on. Continuing on. Got Mo Listener questions. You know, appreciate that. I was able to do a little short breakdown on uh bellator you know something that i wanted to do all right so um we're going to go with uh i'm gonna go in order because joe blogs was actually the first one if i remember correctly to ask me a question and it's joe of course member of the hot pass council one of the dons Blessing my page. His question is, and of course, that's Joe at Joe Blogs. That's a double O. I think it's double zeros. Uh, well, you know, Blogs. Two O's, not one. Now that the WWE have joint forces with UFC, who would your dream MMA matchup between one UFC star and one WWE star? I mean, yeah, I mean, come I mean, listen. <laughs> Listen, listen, <laughs> let's get some Liv Morgan up in here. Okay, we, we're going to get some gravy and we want to get us some. Uh, I don't even know what her weight class will be. Uh, I assume she'll fly away. She's going to be one today. Okay, it's going to be a three. It'll be a three way fight between her and uh, uh, Amanda Ibas and Tracy Cortez. You know what I'm saying? That'd be my dream. Anything that involves them, that would be my dream matchup. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, listen. Or or we get Lita in there. She still looks fantastic. Trish looks, hey, you know, Trish looks a little funny in the face. Uh, but I mean it's Trish Stratus, you know. It's Trish. Get get the OGs in there, right? Get some ages for me, some age appropriate something going on. Maybe uh I'm trying to think, age appropriate something. Oh man, karate hottie, you know, uh, way smaller than they are, but yeah, what else? Who else? Age appropriate simping. Cause you know, our first person I think of is Jessica Penne, but no, we, we gotta get, we gotta get somebody else in here. Especially when we talk about UFC, um, who age appropriate simping. Oh, you know what? On a serious note, though, you know, on a serious note, though, Jean Wei Lee. Just to see, because she's not too big, you know, like, like Aldana is big. Like the women in Bantamweight, like Nunez is too, she's too, she's big, you know, like as far as the women go. Uh, I mean, I can't say big because she's like just, because I mean, as far as weight goes, uh, Ronda, they're probably, probably all the way the same now, Um, you know, 145 or, or heavier than that. You know what, though? I wonder if uh, Shayna Baszler, 
rematch between Shayna Baszler and Amanda Nunes, whatever weight class Baszler is. But 145, Baszler at 145 doing more grapple, more wrestle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would actually legit want to see that. You know what I mean? You know, I know Baszler ain't, you know, she ain't, she ain't really did anything professionally in a long time. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. But you know what? Um, yeah, Wei Li versus because uh, I always mispronounce that. I think it's Zia Li over there and um, WWE because uh, she can actually uh, she actually knows martial arts. She actually knows martial arts, and she looks like she's strong as hell. So I would like to see her versus Zhang Wei Li. I would love to just see Zong Wei Lee over in over in WWE. Seriously, like, um, you know what I mean? Like that that you know what I would like to see. I mean Bianca Blair. I would love to see that just how if she could transition and um, she's so strong and powerful, boy. And Gorilla, and I'll be like, please, please, Gorilla Press. These women in MMA, well, getting out the gun and gorilla press a few of them. Yeah, but yeah, you got to do the gravy bowl match. <laughs> got to do the gravy bowl match, man. Yes, yeah, thank you so much. for. Oh, of course, of course. Now, for the fellas, for the fellas. See that? I'm all obsessed over the ladies. Get a grief, man. Jesus. Uh, of course, you got to get Roman Reigns over there. You got to get Roman Reigns over there. And I would love to see him just grab Connor by his neck and choke the life out of him because he keeps thinking that, you know, pro wrestlers, he's talking about how they can't fight and everything. Because it's not even – they're so strong. They don't just hit weights for size. Those dudes – because they're lifting up 200-pound men, you know, sometimes a night. Like, it's not every week or once a month. It's a, like every – at least in someone like him, he's fighting like, what, twice a month? Something like that, minimum? At least once a month. Some of these uh, MMA fighters, you know what I mean? They, they, yeah, they in the gym, but they don't, like, kind of, when was the last time he fought? So I'd love to have him just come over and just show how physically strong he is. You know, I, I hate John Cena, but, yeah, just show how physically strong he is. Just scoop some of those dudes up and Mitch Martial Arts, body slam the hell out of them. Yeah, and just choke the life out of Conor. Just show him, like, no, this is how strong we are. Okay, now, when in a fight, I don't know. But, yeah, I would love to see, because people didn't understand how strong. I told, I, I warned people about Brock. I warned um, people about Brock, like, yo, as far as lasting long in, pro, in MMA, I was like, no, because he doesn't really have the training, and he's not really that smart. But you, you won't understand his, they won't, a lot of those MMA fighters won't understand his speed or how strong he is. And that's it, like, Frank, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, Frank, I was like, yeah, Frank don't know what he's getting himself into. And... Yeah, and we saw what happened. I mean, Brock ended up becoming um, a champion. But, yeah, like I said, I wasn't surprised. CM Punk, I don't even, man, I'm like, dude, like, you're too old. You're too old. But, you know, hey, respect to him for trying to do it. Respect to his respect for him for trying to do it. But, yeah, a lot of, especially a lot of those massive dudes, yeah, I, I would love to see them just come over and just show, first of all, how big they are. You know, like 6'5 is nothing to pro wrestlers. That's an average height to a pro wrestler. So, yeah. But, I mean, you definitely got to get Roman. And the thing about it is Roman Reigns, if you could get – because I know a lot of people don't want to see WWE stick, but, like, the walkouts, the entertainment factor, 
the dramatic entrances, like a Charlotte Flair being her heel coming down to her robe, you know, with her robes on and everything. And she's actually very athletic. Like, she's someone I, I can see training MMA and doing well. Plus, she's big. So I can see her, like, dominating, you know, 145, getting at 145. But I don't know about her, no 135, but 145. Like, that's the crazy part is that some of those, um, you know, most of them are pretty, I think they're probably around 160, a lot of ladies over there. Um, even the short ones, I think, are, like, probably 135 minimum. Not all of them, not all of them, but yeah, someone like a Charlotte Flair, Bianca, I think they could do Azuka. I think she's a little old now. Um, I like her. She's age appropriate. Same thing, but yeah, she's a little up there in age, but yeah. Uh, uh, um, Sky, I think it's Elo Sky, Io Sky. Oh man, her with her. Yeah, she's someone I could see training because she was she was someone who was like, listen, here's the fundamentals of MMA, but yeah. If you want to just do a spin kick off the gate like old Anthony Pettis did, be our guest. Yes, indeed. But we got to do the great bowl match first. <laughs> Thank you so much for the question, brother. And, of course, I got to go next with my, my brother from another mother. Speaking of hot pass, the innovator of the hot pass movement, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask if you ain't you don't know what we're talking about do not ask <laughs> oh my the, the the troll king oh my god talk, doing this damn hashtag uh coon army man if you don't stop lord and that's kind of a rub to me because that, that's like my word I, I listen that is a terrible word to use i don't mean it as a joke I'm actually dead serious when I came on his podcast and I was pointing out some of the individuals who I felt fit that description because they make every y'all want fire to pay. You're not getting it with Uncle Tom, sadly. And I bash everybody. It's not just black folk or black men. You know, it's everyone because they're all at fault. The fighters. You can't have Uncle Tom's in any respect, regardless of race. And these professions, man, they just make everything worse. So, I mean. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, he, he loves his kind of backhanded kind of comment type things going on. Oh my gosh. So his question is, uh, let me know what you think Izzy's future is after he knocked, after he's knocked unconscious this Saturday, which, Hey, might happen. I, I'll listen. I'm, you know, man, they made this, you know, I knew, we you know, we all knew they wanted to do the fight, but I just, I just shake my head, man. Like, what is he going to do different? Like, what is he going to do different that, you know, I don't wrestle now? Now, he should have been doing this a long time ago. And I understand, like, Izzy had to worry about going up against wrestlers. So, it's like take down the fence, embarrass him, take down the fence, embarrass him. He's not used to having to be on more offense. I just think that defensive way of striking, that, that bothered me about Anderson Silva. He was good at it, but you're going to get caught bad one day, and that's what happened to Anderson. Happened to Izzy, too. He, he was on the defense again, like, yeah, watch me style on his dude. Same thing Anderson did, and, yep, both of them got smoked doing that. Like, it's, it's good. They're good at it, but you don't keep doing it, man. Like, get offensive. And it's mixed martial arts. It's not a goddamn kickboxing match. That used to drive me like, you know what I mean? That's what I tell, that's what I was saying to you. Like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not a striking, I don't have a striking bias. I just, I have a bias to, one-dimensional striking could probably take you a little bit far. You know, like Gaethje not remembering he could wrestle. Perfect example. 
He don't remember he could wrestle. He's just striking. But it has taken him a little bit far. Um, but, you know, my only issue with wrestling is when it's one-dimensional like Carlos Esparza. When it's one-dimensional, you get in worse trouble with that than you do the striking. Because at least you got the knockout. You just a wrestler. You don't got no – you got suspect jujitsu. You're striking a suspect. And it's not, it's not going to go well eventually. You know, that's my only issue. But, yeah, is he trying to shoot for takedowns versus a Brazilian? Whatever, man, who's, who trains under Glover Teixeira and um, who's cool with Chuck Liddell? Nah. Because Chuck used to wrestle. He knows, he knows all the techniques of wrestling. He just didn't, didn't use it himself. You know, but he knows all the fundamentals. His mind is still working. Like, nah, I don't, man. But anyway, that's nothing. You can't just dial up the wrestling. That's my big beef, as you know. Like that, you can't dial up wrestling all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like you need to be in good shape. You need to have the body for it, the physique for it, the power for it. Man, the cardio. I mean, Izzy does have the cardio. So if anyone wants to try, it, it's Izzy. But yeah, nah, man. Oh, and then a two hundred pound dude. You want to do a? You know, I hate single legs. I hate the single leg for dear life. Like you got to do a scoop lift. I want to see some DC level wrestling. Otherwise, don't waste planet Earth's time, Jack. But um, <laughs> I think his future is leaving because I don't see him moving up, embarrassing himself. He lost that light heavyweight already. Four and out versus one dude. It's time for him to leave, you know. And then Pieta keeps trolling the boy, wearing anime stuff. He's a Pikachu fan now. It's like, come on, dude. Like, I ain't never seen that much trolling. You think you troll, but I was Pieta. That dude is trolling his ass off. I think he's just embarrassed. Like, come on, man. You're from the kickboxing community. What's the, stop with the anime. Like, I love me some anime, but I ain't going to be flexing out there with it. Nah. Uh-uh. Nah, but, yeah, but thank you. And then, of course, is Jamal. The son of Thomas McTavish at McTavish Clan. You can catch him on Combat Corner Collision Course. All right. And of course, if you're so inclined, you can check out his hot pass. <laughs> you can check out his, because this is, you know, I have the late show, but it's a lot tamer than uh, his hot pass uh, page on Twitter. But yeah, check out all our content, you know, especially his. The, the, the Don. Thank you, brother. Next up, we got. My partner in crime with suspect. No, actually, no. We got, yeah, we got my partner in crime, uh, suspect picks, team suspect picks, my main man, Mr. B, at, and at, well, New Year, same B, Mr. B at 19, uh, B1986. Hmm. If Izzy loses this weekend, you think he continues to fight at middleweight or he moves up to light heavyweight? He definitely has to move up to light heavyweight because he has nobody to fight regardless at middleweight other than Pieta. And I think he, like I said, I think he's going to leave. I think it's time to retire. He won't say that automatically, but I think he should, he would leave actually. But yeah, I don't see what other choice he has regardless. If he wins, he'll do another fight with Pieta. If he wins that, what what can he do? It's nothing else. He's supposed to wait for Bo Nickel to show up? Like, nah. You know what I mean? Like, nah. I don't think he's going to waste his time with that. What kind of embarrassing thing you going to put a champion through to fight somebody who just started out? Anyway, um, yeah, I think he leaves, brother. I do. I, I, he'll move up, but I think eventually he'll leave. Thank you so much for the question. We have Friendly Sparring Podcast at Friendly Spar Pod. I mean, always got his tag, got a tag team partner to help him out. We got Juice, 
With the recent merger of UFC and WWE under the same parent company, what are some potential crossovers you like to see? Um, in all seriousness, <laughs> in all seriousness, um, I would like to see, uh, you know, like I said, with the ladies, seriously though, um, I, I would be, I would wonder again, I don't, I don't know what kind of shape she's in now or would want to get in. You know who will be interesting? Uh, you know, of course, uh, Shayna Baszler. I am, I, that, you know, I've always been, cause you know, being around Roxy longer, your favorite fighter, Roxy, the grappling, you know, she's already doing all that before, but a more grappy, heavy, heavier, more muscle Shayna Baszler versus Amanda Nunes in a rematch. I would wonder about that fight. Now, you know who would be awesome, but they would have to be in complete character? Rhea Ripley. Man. But she had to be in complete character. Walking down to that, oh, my God. Well, she can't walk down to the office. She got to put the, could you imagine her in, in, the, in the, I'm about to say Zufa. Oh, my God. Could you imagine her in, in the Venom kit? Lord have mercy. Heesh. It's a lot of women. It's a lot of women. Boy, got arms bigger than most of the dudes there. I would actually, um, I think it's EO Sky. I really like to see her. Uh, Rhea Ripley, in all seriousness. Uh, Sh um, Charlotte Flair. Bailey. You know, um... Also, uh, I'm trying to think. Who else? Ronda, no. Would not want to see Ronda back. Alexa Bliss, just for eye candy purposes, I don't think she has any talent. Now I'm really not big on Becky. Um, but Becky, listen, Becky, you probably had to bring Becky Lynch over. I, I would say if the first person you had to bring over is probably Becky Lynch because... She, you know, that's Ireland. She got the accent going. Yeah, you de you definitely have to uh, definitely have to bring her over. You know, get the whole her and Connor together. Yeah, um, Natalia, Natalia would be good to bring over. She it just again just to see that power, man. Just to see that that strength and power. Like I really think like. Um, like I said, especially Charlotte, I think would be, um, you know, I think she has what it takes to, um, you know, be a good fighter over in uh, mixed martial arts. Now, mixed martial arts, like I said, it would be, and again, you know, a lot of the guys, because uh, you know who else will be funny in character over there is... Uh, and then, like I said, you know, like like with Roman Reigns, just like that mystique that he does. I know a lot of people don't want it, but listen, MMA needs something. They need some juice. They do. They they need something, man. It's it's man. Just walk out to your Venom kit and that's it. They they need something more than that. They need something more than that, man. I, um, uh, man, um. Bobby Lashley, now of course he can't stay off the juice. I don't, man, he juiced out of his mind. Just you know, I mean, I would like them to just someone like him, 
just because I'm tired of people bad mouthing these cats like they bums. Like I want them to feel how strong these dudes are. Like seriously, I want I want to see them, you know, so they understand. Just get power slammed a couple times, but uh, you know, um, but you know, I see uh more kind of more potential with uh a lot of the uh with the ladies than some of the dudes because again you know i don't i don't know uh cody rhodes would be interesting over there uh you know what man ray mysterio younger oh man listen oh my god ray mysterio younger man boy don't even get me started man um you know who would embrace it the miz Man, Mike, I remember watching Mike over uh, when he was with uh, MTV, when he's doing all the MTV shows. Seth Rollins, there we go, Seth Rollins. Him in full character, he would just liven it up. I don't know how good he would hold out, you know what I mean, as an MMA fighter. But, yeah, just, just some, of these, some of them being in, um, oh, man, you know who else they would like? Oh man, what's his name? I mean, Drew Drew McC uh was it McIntyre? That he would be interesting. Again, just the big dudes just come over there and toss some of these cats around. I don't know what time it is. Uh, but um, man, Rachel Rodriguez or Raquel Rodriguez, Scarlett. Oh, oh my goodness, Scarlett. Oh Lord. Uh, Sonny Deville would be nice. I think it's Zia Lee. Zoa Lee? Zoa Zai. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Because like I said, she actually knows how to fight. So I think if anyone could actually cross over right now, it's her. She actually knows how to fight. The fellas, I'm not sure about the fellas. I don't want to see Brock no more. Yeah, I'm not sure about the, um, her. Because her, Baszler, used to be, um, you know, used to be an MMA fighter. I don't want to see Ronda, Ronda no more. I think she still get crushed by Nunez. But yeah, especially in the case of uh, Zoa, because she could probably hit, I think, you know, like I said, I think all these women are probably like 140-ish on up. But she could probably hit flyweight. But I'd love to see her versus Jean Whitley. Two powerhouses going at it. And as far as WW, as far as um, MMA fighters go, I mean, Connor's too small. Connor's too small, but, you know, Connor, definitely. This is why I wish Ningano, oh, my God. Ningano, then his shtick would be touch of death. Just knocking people out would be a shtick, like uh, Undertaker's shtick was when he was, um, me Mark, was it me Mark? Yeah, I think that's what he was doing, like Super Punch. Uh, and Roman was doing that. Now I think about it, Roman was doing that. Uh... You know who you know who would have been good. I always felt that um, you know who uh, Michelle Waterson. I think she would be a good baby face over there. Even now, I think she would be a good baby face over there. Right now, she walk right over there, be a good baby face. Tatiana Suarez, of course, you got to get her over there. Yeah, definitely got to get Tatiana over there. Alexa Grasso, um, her and her friendship with Irene Adana, perfect. Perfect tag team. They could do some promos. Mexico represents Brandon Marino. You know, what I mean, get a little little faction going between those three. I can't see them as uh, heels. They definitely got to be baby faces. Uh, who who else? 
Um, I'm trying to think. Like, who would be a real good wrestler over there? I mean, oh, oh, Yuri, Yuri, Prochaska. Oh, my God. The same thing. Just do his stick. He's someone with actual stick. Yeah, I mean, Kobe Covington. God, I hate that dude. We all hate him. But, yeah, Kobe. Kobe, of course, that's what he does. Henry's too small. He would look silly over there. I'm sorry. You know, I hate the uh, uh, height shame or whatever. But, no, no small folk. Sorry, flyweight division. No, we had to, we had to go – uh, you know, Volk's no, I can't see Volk over there. I'm maxing it. Um, um, you know, you need somebody with some size over there, like welterweight. I can't, you know, Colby got to a shop cop right mon off him, he'd be interesting going over there. Uh, more ladies, though, more ladies. Let me see. I'm trying to think, of course, Tracy Cortez, you got to get the hot ones over there, definitely all the hot ones. Mandy Bosch, you got to get all the hot ones over there. And plus, they can, they can throw down. Tracy's a wrestler. Oh, you know what? Uh, 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 shoot. Aaron Blanchfield. You got to get the wrestlers over there. Oh, Suarez, Blanchfield, Tracy, Russell, and looks good. Um, Mandy Bosch grapples her ass off, looks good. Um, Waterson, same thing. Because uh, it's easy with the f women because they're, the, the size, it's just a variety of sizes over there for the ladies. You know what I mean? So you, you can play around with that. But the fellas, eh, nah, not so much. But trying to think. Trying to drag this out either. Damn, podcast turned into an hour long. Um, but y'all y'all asking me these fantastic questions that pertain to the lady folk. And you know how I feel about the lady folk. Uh, <laughs> um, Bantamweight. I mean, Nunez, you got to put Nunez over there, of course. Got to do Nunez. I can see her just going over there and destroying all those women. And then we hear a stick just going over there with the two belts and the street. Get the two, but just like Thanos. You know what I mean? She got two, uh, got two belts. Like Pena, Pena as, as kind of like the hill. Had them as tweeners. I can't really see uh, uh, Nunez as a full villain. Well, yeah, I could. Like do a Thanos kind of, well, Gamora when she was, and the comic books Gamora had the Infinity Gauntlet, and she was just pretty much, as bad as Thanos, like she wasn't as nasty and disgusting, but she was, she's pretty ruthless. Like, you know what I mean? We're going to do things my way because she's a killer. You know what I mean? So she was pretty ruthless. So yeah, have uh, a man Nunez doing that when she's collecting belts, like, uh, you know, just running up on people, you know, in the back talking and all of a sudden like Rhea turns around and it's like, yeah, yep. You next. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just maybe like give her like the stunner. Like she did, Nunes just does a stunner. Or oh, she knocks people out. So just have her where she knocks her out and snatches the belt. Then they have to do the actual match. Like, you ain't actually do a match to win that belt, Nunes. You can't keep the belt. I am keeping the belt. I'm keeping, I'm keeping, taking all belts. Any dudes who's small who got a belt, she knocks them out too. <laughs> Man, listen. There you go, Juice. I hope that answers your question, brother. Always a pleasure. And, of course, you got to check him out. He has a podcast on Apple and Spotify called The Friendly Sparring Podcast. My man, just a dude at Beers and Ink. Man, been just dude, been down with the podcast since the early days when I was really sucking. Um, how do you feel about Tim Sylvia signing on to compete in slap fighting? Um, you know, love it. And he said, uh, yeah, you and um, – you on, uh, but I'm going to hit that MF once again. When, oh, this is this early on. He, um, has just tell me him and Chell, uh, Chell Sonnen was talking about Tim Sylvia. 
So yeah, here we go. The thing that made me even uh, brain this was Chell did a video of him praising Tim for being a dope human and how he doesn't deserve hate for it. It was basically him telling a story about Tim putting him in a clinch and talked about how his not having any energy left from that alone. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend it. The way he describes how he grabbed him during a fight, during a, a thing at a gym, and after the part of that encounter is hilarious. Um, he uses slap show news to talk about what uh, a good duty is. Uh, yeah, it, you know the Tim Sylvia situation. I don't know why. I, to this day, I don't know why Dana hates him so much. He was a UFC world champion who, right now, is probably not going to end up in the Hall of Fame. He should have been in there by now. And I don't know what happened with him. You know, I think what Tim, you know, the way he used to act inside of the octagon and then like his antics and everything. Plus, he wasn't a good heavyweight. I'm just like, it's not much you can do at six foot eight. You know what I mean? Like, I never hated on him for that. Yeah, I couldn't wait for, you know, Pitbull to pull him out. But, you know, it's like the boy is six. How, you know, and it's like you hired him. I, I, I don't know what all happened there. I personally, I don't have a problem with Tim Sylvia. You know, it's. You know, it's I don't know what the deal is. I personally never had a problem with him. You know, I I was iffy with him as a person. He's not someone I would get an autograph from, but you know, it, I, that's insane. Though he should win. Like that's it. Just give him the trophy or whatever slap thing they give belts trophy. Just give it to him. How is he going to lose? He's six foot eight. Who's supposed to reach his face? And he's supposed to what lean over? I don't see that going. I, I think he can actually be successful at that, to be honest. Um, I think it's a perfect fit for him. I mean, I'm not big on it. I don't care for it. I don't look at it as a sport. I think it's a joke. I think it's because like, like all the MMA fighters are saying, like, to me, as a man, why would you go do something where you get slapped by another man? That's the worst thing you could do. But the same dudes who complain about Chris Rock getting slapped think that you know it's like how you think this is okay what's the difference like oh what they know about and all that kind of stuff you're getting slapped by a man like and then getting paid pocket chains to do it no nah, that that's that's going too far for me so that's my little pet peeve but hey i'm one who never knocks someone's hustle so i'm not going to knock tim sylvia's hustle here i think he'd be perfect for it perfect thank you for the question brother always appreciate it Next up, we got my man, Rhino. Rhino, what's going on, man? What is going on? Oh, man, good to see you. His question is, who is a fighter you thought was a can't-miss prospect who never really panned out in a major MMA organization, and why do you think that was? Man, that is a fantastic question. Well, Barrario... I mean, I think we all were disappointed about that one. Of course, he has to be the top of the list, even though he's really not a prospect. But I would say prospects. Um, I actually thought that because I had a feeling bright. Because you know, I, I, if y'all listen to the podcast, you know, I, I hate, I love jujitsu as a defense. I think it's excellent as a defense. Not sure about a street fight, but in MMA, I love it as a defense. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a great neutralizer, especially when it comes to being overcome by a wrestler. But only using that, like Chase Hooper and Bryce Mitchell, no. No, no, no. And and Kay Hansen, same thing. All of a sudden, she then she tried to use it offensively, try to add a little Russell takedowns to – no. 
No, no, no. So I, I told people not to get on that hype train. Man. I mean, you know what? I hate to say it, but because it's, it's unfair. Like Michelle Waterson, it's unfair. This is someone who, yeah, she was a black belt. She was young. You know, so she was into martial arts at a young age. Plus, her mother was Thai. took her to Thailand. Very disappointed when I kind of learned that story because it's like she said she's being teased, like, oh, you don't really belong here. You're really, you're an American, really. You know, you're not really tired like that. You can't go through this tough workout. This is old school tie. This is not hitting bags tie. This is back in the day when they were out in the environment hitting trees because not for fun like you see the one championship fighters doing because that, that's what they had. So, and she's talking about how, you know, she's getting scuffed up and all that kind of stuff because, you know, they do the laps and everything barefoot. Everything's pretty much barefoot. I just, I was kind of disappointed because I'm like, well, you needed that. Your tie, you needed the Muay Thai to be successful. And it just seemed like she, she should have went through the whole, she should have went through the whole train to the point where she ended up in Lupini, to be honest with you, to me. Uh, that's just too historic. That's just too, no. And people could say that about me. Well, you know, you're African-American. You, did you look at anything African? Yeah, I did. Now, can I do it? No. <laughs> can I do some of the wrestling, uh, African wrestling? No, hell no. Hey, out in the dirt with it. No. Um, but I know about it. You know what I mean? And I just, like, that's part of your heritage. I, just, I was very disappointed. And I think that it would have made her a better fighter. And if she had trained boxing with someone other than her husband, no offense, she would have gotten, she's gotten better at Jason Wink, but I just think that she would have evolved way more it's not fair because she started technically late you know she's in her what 20s technically so you know in some regards especially with the strawweight division especially now you got fighters like Mackenzie Dern that was doing jiu-jitsu when she basically when she was born same with Amanda Boss. so it's not fair really not a fair comparison but I would say if I had to think of off the top of my head her just generally speaking um Shavkat, not Shavkat, um, Boars disappointed me the way he's like anyone at any time. And I thought that he meant that. And I thought that he would have been Burns. You know, Burns takes any fight. Kind of like Angela Hill. She got all these fights within a short period of time. Lupe Godinez has four fights in one year for uh, 2021. I thought that would be Boars. And he, she beat him for a quick turnaround. The only difference is I think she lost her fight. He won his fight. I thought he was going to be like her, like that record for turnaround, all kind of stuff. She's doing what he did, and I thought he would continue doing that. And here you can't even find this dude. He's someone I thought would call out, you know, would be the dude who would call out a Pieta and be at the end there in the stadium, in the stands, in the seats, like staring at him the way that Pieta was staring at Izzy. I thought Boars would be there staring at both of them. And yell out, you're next. Or I'm next. I'm going to take your belt. I'm going to take his belt. I'm going to take all y'all belts. All of them. You know, he, I would say him. He was on, I mean, 100% finishing rate. Undefeated 100% finishing rate. And Burns is no joke. I'm not trying to knock Burns. Burns is a tough fight. I, that's not surprising to me, but it's just, 
he he's really he's still I saw him today talking. Yeah, you know, so I was just, I quoted him on my personal account, like, man, shut up, stop. Like he how you turn how you one of the most dangerous dudes going, you turn to a basic keyboard warrior who just threatens people on Twitter. Come on, man. When Pieta said, yeah, 205, you want to do it right now? It's 205. He should have been in Brazil. Bohr should have took his ass down to Brazil. That was me. I was, okay. Come on, Dana. I'll do it. 200 pounds. Let's go. Dana would say no because he wouldn't do Izzy versus Pieta because he needs to sort that whole thing out. But I don't know. It's Bohr's, and then he ain't make weight. Come on, man. Like, he should have demanded, like, no, no, I'm going to make weight, and we're not going to do no funny business. I'm going to take this fight. Headline versus Nate Diaz and put him to sleep. Put Nate Diaz, because you put Nate Diaz to sleep, you're a absolute legend. And he completely disappointed me with that. So, yeah, I, I there's a bunch, but I would say the person who stands out the most is probably Boris. Because he has so much potential. And we're talking about someone, it's hard to find prospects who haven't had an amateur uh, background and still do well. And he had it. You, people want a wrestler? Well, there's your seven-time, I think, seven, well, multi-time wrestling channel. I don't know if it's seven. Cause I always get, conf- get him confused with Conejo. But, yeah, I would say him and um, off the top of my head. And uh, probably it's, it's kind of harsh, but Tracy Cortez. You know, she built out that fight where, I mean, things happen. But, yeah, I don't see a lot of potential there. I don't see a lot of potential growth. You know, and, and she's trying to compete in two divisions where, you know, a Suarez exists, where Aaron Blanchfield just blows past her. You know who? No, you know who? Uh, M- Miranda Maverick. There you go. Miranda Maverick. It's like, now, Miranda has a lot of things going on. This is, this is a young lady who's trying to get her doctorate degree. I think she got it already. She had a lot going on, but yeah, she, she, yeah. Struggling versus Macy Barber. You put her on her back, Macy pretty much done. She'll know what to do with herself. We saw that versus um, Andrea Lee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Miranda Maverick. Yeah, I guess she got other things going on, but come on. You already got the wrestling. Like, come on. Like, and she was doing more times. Let's just get it better. Tighten it up. Tighten it up. Yeah. So I hope that answers. There's a couple of them, but yeah, off the top of my head, I would say those, that group right there. Thank you so much for the question, Rhino. It's greatly appreciated. Okay, so I think that's all the questions. If I missed anyone, let me know. Yell at me on Twitter. Tag me. I don't mind the tags. Oh, speaking of which, fellas, ladies, if you have content and you want me, especially on Instagram, because, you know, Twitter, I can just retweet it. It's easy just to save it and upload it. Uh, but I usually, if you send me something, I'll put it in my stories. If you want to put it on my uh, timeline or feed, especially for Instagram or even like, because I got to get the blog spot back up and running again, let me know. Because I don't know if you want me to download the content or not. Um, send me the file. Uh, send it through email. You know, if not uh, social media. Send it through email if possible. Uh 
But Leah, let me know. If you're a fellow mutual who I've known for a long period of time and you got content and you want me to um, post it on my feed, that's no problem. I just don't, I don't know if you want me to download it or whatever the case may be. Uh, but yeah, let me know. Let me know. Now, if you're not one of my fellow mutuals who I've known for a long period of time, hey, yeah, we, we need to talk about that. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. You know, I'm not going to, yeah, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Just, I don't really know you like that. Okay, and you just need likes and a follow, and you're just trying to clout chase. I don't got time for clout chasers. Okay, so that's a whole different conversation. The Gmail address is mmabymillican at gmail.com. Send audio files there along with questions. And like I said, uh, but this is for really uh, my fellow mutuals, um, who, everyone who's on here. Or, and, of course, Rhino, you got to check out Rhino's podcast. If you ain't checking out Rhino's podcast and the Dave Fretz artwork that goes along with it, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, people. Where, where you been? On the rock or something? Absolutely fantastic podcast. Um, check out redbubble.com for his shop. And that's Combat with Sports Rhino at Combat Sports W Rhino. Check him out. Okay. But yeah, if you guys let me know, uh, let me know because uh, I don't know. <laughs> and it's no problem if you're a fellow mutual that I've, I've known for a long period of time. Anybody else? Yeah, no. But you got to, we got to have a conversation about that. But that's it for listener questions. All right. Um, no, I did not actually watch the game bread boxing. I don't, you know, I try to stick with MMA, although I am. Man, I know, I know. Aldo was fighting, you know, Jeremy St- I know, I know, I know. Uh, oh, oh, you know what I got to say? Because people are trying to give Anthony Pettis credit for beating the old-ass Roy Jones Jr. who wouldn't pass a single test to be actually get approved to fight in the actual professional setting. You can't be serious. These people out here tripping. Ain't no way in hell. No, 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 no. I'm not giving Anthony Pettis no credit for uh, beating an old man. No, he's my age. I'm not. Uh, um, Roy Jones is my age, man. Come on now. No, no, no. I'm not giving credit. Like, yeah, that's a win for him and me. He beat a boxer stop. I'm so tired of people wanting to give someone credit for stop. Stop it. Stop. So, yeah, no, I'm not giving no credit for that. Uh, One championship. Fight night eight was on. So they had their Friday fight card, and plus they had uh, Super Bowl doing his thing. They had uh, Friday fight night eight on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, there's no excuse not to watch that. Now, the only thing that bothers me is the recaps for that. You're better off watching it as it happens. Uh, it's usually Friday, so, you know, if you're not watching Bellator LFA, then you might as well just tune that in. Uh, we got just April. I think they're going to have a April 21st card on Amazon, and then May is the big one because that is going to – we're going to see Stamp Fairtech back. More importantly, we're going to see the GOAT. We're going to see the GOAT, people. Now, uh, starting out – they had their grappling match. They got to call it grappling, not jujitsu, because, you know, they, they teaming wrestlers and sambo fighters up with jujitsu practitioners. Tammy Masamuchi, to me, she didn't win that fight versus, well, grappling matchup versus 
Bianca Basilio, two champions going at. And, of course, Tammy Musumichi is the uh, sister of Darth Musumichi, who's the champ in one's jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Ayman, Ayman, Barlow. Very, I mean, just an excellent performance versus Ektorina Vandereva. This time around, you know, before it does seem like Ektorina got Barbie, as yes, what she's known for. Uh, that's the nickname she goes by. Barbie. Still, st oh, man, love her walkouts. Oh! Now, she didn't do her Conan walkout. Yeah, she didn't do Conan uh, music this time around. Still, sexy outfit. Had the heels on, white matching the outfit. Man, I love it. Love it, man. Love it. The high heels go with you, the bad list. Very good. And that is, yes, age appropriate something. Uh, but that's, that's a bad loss for her because that, that's like three in a row, four in a row. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's not good because um, she couldn't get past Jan. And then Jan Todd, champion, lost bad to her. Jackie Bone Time, she fought for the title, lost, but still, that's not good. Supergirl is probably going to end up eventually fighting for the title. And, yeah, this is this is a pretty, you know, the Supergirl one, she kind of got robbed. To me, Jackie Bone Time could have went either way. This one, not. Nope. She straight up lost this one. Eddie Abazolo with the finish over Nicholas Larson. And as in both fights that were Muay Thai, so that's what I'm saying. Like I probably have to change the format because some like Supergirl, she well Wonder Girl, her sister, she's crossing over to MMA. So it's like I might as well just you know bring up some of these fighters. I mean, Ektorina might cross over. Who knows? Ah, Kito, Yamakita. Yep, Alex Silva. Good grief. Mm mm mm. You see what I'm saying about the jujitsu as an offense? Oh my God! You know, if you mix it with something, give me something judo. Uh, that's what that's what Valentina does. You mix it with the judo, or you mix it with something. Don't just, you know, I hate that because people say, "Yo, well, you know, it's, they can take it down." They, I've seen very creative jujitsu. Yes, I've seen some very creative takedowns. Of course, you got the Amar, Aminari roll, those things. Man, generally speaking, you're just going for a single because it's MMA. So you're getting pieced up. So you can't do all that. A lot of times you don't have all that creativity. I wish jujitsu practitioners would be more creative. But a lot of them don't have that kind of creativity. So they resort to just the take, you know, the single leg for dear life. I can't stand it, especially Alex Sylvie being in struggling. Uh, and this time around, he's in there with a grappler with a wrestling background. And yeah, and see the thing about a wrestler, double body strength, that's what they're, they're, it's like a football player. Like they're used to moving weight, man. You're, you're a little 120, 125, ain't, don't mean nothing to no wrestler. Even if you're 200 pounds, it don't mean nothing to a wrestler who's used to moving around 200 pound people. Like I can't, oh my God. So of course he's, he's getting smothered, you know, <sighs> Uh, you know, I don't feel like, <laughs> feel like going. Asian back. Zakariv. Doing his Muay Thai. And oh, so it looks like the Friday fights are at Lupini Stadium. Everything else is going to be in Singapore. Uh, looks like the um, Amazon fights are going to be in Singapore. In the circle. 
To me, what they should do is have all the Muay Thai fights in Lupini and then have the wrestle. Because I don't think it's a good idea to have MMA inside the inside the ring. I think it's better to have it in the circle. So yeah, everything else should be there. The grappling, I'm still on the fence with the grappling because it's grappling, not really just jujitsu, just wrestling, just sambo. So I think a lot of fighters, a lot of practitioners are going to be apprehensive to just go over there. And then, of course, you have some that are like, well, yeah, this is all fine and good. It's all fine and dandy. But they're going to be like, well, I already faced this person at ADCC. Why am I going to do it for the unteen time? I don't know. PMI Zong going up against Tor Torpchi Dorgat Dagat. This is kickboxing at uh, now the that's straw weight. One twenty five is straw weight over at one championship. Akbar Abduliev finished his fight over whole. Whole teak, ho, uh, whole teak, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's MMA, so he climbs to nine and oh, he remains undefeated. Ho, uh, falls to nine, three, and one. But of course, the uh, fight that I was looking most forward to was soy, was Ham Soy. He, Azuki Harata finally made weight, but you know, like I said, nothing wrong with doing the modeling and the posing and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, look, stay focused on a matter of hand. She did stay focused and get that weight cut together and made weight. But you know, oh my God, it's like she still. I love the judo. She's good at it. She was like my sleeper in the division because I figured, well, you know, with that. What you could do is have, um, I just think, you know, she's a student of Shinya Aoki. So I was very big on her because being a student of Shinya Aoki goes to the ground. She should be good. and She should have what it takes to take out Angela Lee. Because I think you need to be elite on the ground with your jujitsu. Judo, jujitsu is a good way to get Angela Lee. She can't really strike. She's not going, definitely not going to stand and bang with no harm. So, you know, I figured, well, it goes in the round. Now, Ham is actually a good wrestler, and she had good takedown defense, and she found a way to get herself back up again in that matchup there. Not a very event eventful fight, but like most people, I blame Harata for that. I think she got a yellow card, too. And then she comes showing off, and then you're not doing much. Uh, she has to get a lot of things together, but she's young. You know, she's young. The co-main event of the evening, one of my faves, one of my all-time faves, Janet, JT, Todd, and Muay Thai. Ooh, Lord. Yeah, Alicia. Alicia. Helen Rodriguez. She, boy, she came back same. You know, y'all wonder, well, she come back from being, you know, she uh, was pregnant. So that's how they had the interim title match. And he basically unified the titles. Undisputed, no questions asked. Rodriguez, Adam Waite champion. Remember, Adam Waite is 115 over there, not 105. She's still the same old Rodriguez. Tough. Those elbows come in. Man, she is the volume and power is scary, boy. So I'm more, I really, yet again, I'm watching the fight. I had to be reminded that, yeah, maybe, yeah, you because know, I was high on, uh, 
on a Mexican. You know, I, I really now I need some Mexican. I'm now I'm I'm like good chance she probably would have beat Janet Todd, but yeah, I don't think she could have beaten Rodriguez. I think that would have been a bad style matchup for her. Uh, but yeah, we got that resolved. Now Janet JT Todd is still the Adamweight kickboxing champion, so she still has to defend her title there. So maybe she will face Stamp anyway, and it could get that trilogy out of the way. Hom is waiting for Stamp Fairtex. Apparently, she's uh, rooting for Stamp. That would be a very interesting matchup. But at least Anderson is someone not to be underestimated. I really don't like Stamp's chances here on the ground. But I suspect that Stamp will try to quickly get back up again. Usually, Stamp would try to stay on the ground and transition out and actually try to apply her own submission hold. She is just such a, a talented. She is just so talented. Uh, Stamp Fairtech. But yeah, Hom is, you know, she's more familiar with Stamp and everything that she can do. A uh, easier fight to uh, gauge, to prep for. Um, not that Stamp's the easier fight, but she, to between Elise and her, she's the harder fight because she'll, you know, I don't know about standing with Stamp for a long period of time, but that would be a very exciting fight. Elise would definitely use, utilize her jujitsu in that one. Either way, uh, yeah, but she's not someone who should be underestimated. And, of course, the uh, main fight on the card, you know, Hamdele, as we affectionately call her, she was called that because her fighting style was similar to Vandele. But, of course, Superlek versus Daniel Williams. I thought Daniel Williams was dead. <laughs> Man! Listen, I was like, and because they, they spent, a, they went to, to the camera, they went back and looked at Super like celebrating. I was like, yo, is he dead? Is he alive? Can someone check on Daniel Williams? Straight up, man, I thought that dude got killed. Oh, man, that was vicious. <laughs> oh, that was vicious. And yeah, I believe it was one Friday night, uh, Friday Fights 11. I believe you had uh, Alexandra. Sova Cheva, Sova Cheva, 42 and 48 and 2 in kickboxing, 10 time Russian kickboxing champ. Uh, worried more about the leg kicks because she was talking about knocking her opponent out. But Analeya, Analeya, Turko Govanova, 17 years old, out of Kyrgyzstan, made her one debut. Dad was in her corner apparently trained by valentina shevchenko's mom is what i from what i understand got the takedown quick in the first face crack and got tapped huge win there ali uh kadabola tiger muay thai right elbow to the temple gets the tko finish allison barbosa uh man Yeah, yeah, get just, man. Uh, and that was lightweight. That was lightweight MMA. Bantamweight MMA, we had Tatsuya Ando. A huge, huge comeback over Ali Motomed. There we go. Bantamweight MMA. Discovered by Rich Franklin, background in Muay Thai, had um, way back, uh, man, I, keep, I always forget Rich Franklin's show, because that's where the same show he discovered Stamp on. 
Um, kind of like you know, contender series. Uh, had the huge uh, had Takshua Tatsuya hurt with a vicious leg kick, but did uh, swarm on uh, Ando and uh, paid for it. Lost via GNP. Yayu Poe just fought uh, March 2nd. Why crew uh, transitioned? Uh, I believe it was 23 and 2. Now she's 24 and 2. Constant body shots. Her second um, a 350 bot bonus. Just, I mean, you, you, yeah, you, yeah, are just humble, man. My God, so humble. She was upset by, I mean, over Davina Martin, a uh, sister of Deandra Martin. So that was a good quality one there. Yeah, those body shots were vicious. Y2K, people. Flyweight Muay Thai MMA. I mean, the man does it all. I think he's 60 and 25, I believe, or he improved. Uh, uh, kind of a cheap shot to start the fight. Uh, he won by unanimous decision over Andaleos Guamas uh, at flyweight. Tyson Harrison. Bandweight Muay Thai, John Tyson, John Wayne Harrison. Now they call it the main event. I guess main event for the prelims. It still confused me on that. I, I wish they would just use the same terminology because they say lead card and then main card. And eh, because what's throwing me off is who's because Stant was on the lead card. I'm like, wait, what is this, man? Like, I I just wish they would use some of the same terminology as UFC. I know everything should revolve around the UFC, but I just, I don't know, man. You know, we're so used to it. It's 30 years. One's only been around 10. I just, come on. Just, just use the same terminology. But anyway, uh, 22 and now now 23 and 9. Came back, man. What a comeback. Fight in it in a war. Right hand from hell ends the fight in round three. 350K bot bonus as well. Rambo. Is a two-time Lupini champ. Did well, but got finished. Straight caught, uh, caught that straight left. Got finished with the right. He still got, however, because it was such a because he was winning. It, it was man. It was back and forth. It was a straight up war. So he also, you know, this is uh, Chatry's his version of fight of the night bonus. He got a three hundred five, uh, three hundred fifty bot bonus as well. Monster Energy fight of the night. Yeah, Monster Energy. Hmm. Yeah, they're getting no sponsors over there. So we got Nam Fan Noe. Catchweight Muay Thai. Yeah, that's that word again. You know, you, if it ain't one, it ain't one championship unless there's like a thousand catchweight fights on there. This time at 132 pounds at Muay Thai. Uh, he won by UD over Song Fang Kong. Kong. And Ali Lek, uh, catch weight, yeah, catch weight again, Muay Thai over Pet Sumia, Sumie, catch weight 120, Muay Thai, uh, he lost by split decision. Pong Suri, man, I think, man, what was it, a five second KO, right hand from hell, straw weight Muay Thai, yeah, uh, Pet Tong got smoked like a pack of cools, Jack. And we have Cole. Ma Watt Woot Watt Big Elbows won by a uh, split decision. That was Muay Thai, that was Bannerweight Muay Thai over Avatar. Uh, it was a good technical fight, you know. He used elbows as well. It was a good technical fight, it wasn't bad at all. Um, 
Apimot. Catch weight, yeah, catch weight again, 130. Just make a 130 division for crying out loud. God damn, just make a 135. Over ET, ET Thailand. A uh, switch flying knee, one debut. Got, uh, yeah, um, yeah, got the victory. <laughs> He's saying he's flying in the air like ET. 305. A uh, 350 bonus, and of course the main Super Bowl wins by UD knockdown counter now two and O versus Kung Klai and Muay Thai, and that fight was also at catch weight 138 pounds. I, you know, it's it's Muay Thai. Like, don't make some divisions, diversify the divisions. Talk to them. Like, yo, what what? First of all, don't make a lot of bunch of last minute fights, which it seems like they're doing. You know, give them some decent prep time. But it's like, look, 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 look. What can you? What weight can you walk around? What weight can you stay at? If we call you up, you can just walk in. Okay, five pounds minimum. That's it. Especially with one championship, because they do the hydration, right? Look, let's do the hydration. And and don't what I hate about one championship is they'll do the weight cut and then the hydration, and then they'll say, well. Yeah, because uh, you go back, you didn't make it. So can you go back? It's like, well, you're, doing, you're testing for hydration, too. This ain't the UFC. You're testing for hydration, too. You're killing them. One, one fighter went back three times. It's like, that, you're testing for hydration, too. This is, oh, they drive me crazy. Like, no, that's it. The weight that they came in at, that's it. It's a catchweight fight. Ask the opponent, do they want it? If they say no, deal with it. If you only got four fights, good. It's not like everybody can keep up with all this. Is, it's grappling, Muay Thai, kickboxing, MMA. And the MMA divisions aren't actually sorted out the way they are in the UFC. You know, I think that's because a lot of people get tired of all the fights that are over in the UFC. But I think that's why it's so we can understand their divisions more because they have so many fights. So it's a constant reminder that, hey, featherweight's no joke or lightweight's no joke. Bandweight, you know what I mean? Because they got so many fighters per division. It helps us remember them uh, to me. Whereas with one championship, they can't even really do a top 10 because they don't really have enough fighters per division. I just, uh, and and it's, uh, well, I'm going to stop ranting. I love one championship, but it's just, uh, it drives me crazy. Them and Bellator drive me crazy. All right, folks, that is it. Thank you for joining me today for Recaps News. I call it Recap and Repent. I'm going to get a new name one of these days. Don't worry. Suspect Picks will be back. Same bat time, same bat channel. Don't forget to check out the Leg Show, the best show in town. Instagram, Twitter, the blog spot. Just type it up and you can find all the finest females going. And you can submit listener questions through Instagram. Hit me up in the DMs at the bottom when you see leave a message or leave a comment. There's that microphone icon. You can press that and hit it will record your voice just talking to your phone. You can leave audio that way. You can also hit me up at MMABomilkin at gmail.com. If you have a voice recorder app on your device, just push that little red button, start recording, talk right into your phone. You know, don't make the message too long because I think uh, the files have to be less than 20 megabytes long. But yeah, when you when you end it, you'll see the share icon, share it, boom, hit email, send the file to me. 
Or like I said, hit me up in the DMs on Twitter and Instagram. That's it. You guys take care. Hope everyone stays safe, stay strong, and stay positive. Take care.